Within the multiverse sits a fantastic magical realm, a place we call Hearth. This is the world of Megas Elgar. Their tale continues here in Episode 5, The Lattice Frequency. Today is a momentous occasion. Magus Elgar and Dr. Horatio have agreed to a more communal approach to researching the anomalous nature of the magically minted slicing pen, or scalpel as Earthians call it. But how exactly did this tool from Earth turn into such a dangerous artifact? For moments like this, Magus Elgar has one place where he mulls over his theories. To the Fototorium! The kitchen? Yes, the bloody kitchen elements. Friends and acolytes! We have a conundrum on our cannolis, and a rather big problem in our laps. I have collected the greatest experts in all of Hearth to address the issue. Just the four of us, Megas. I'd count Kakei, but... Yeah, no. As you know, when one of my tools came to this world, this measly scalpel developed the capability of slicing through anything like a knife through hot butter. Don't you mean the other way around? How would that be easier than what I said? Indeed. So to address our first order, what shall we call ourselves? Is that what you think is the most pressing matter here? Of course! If this becomes a regular thing, what will happen when we have to enact our authority? Oh, stop in the name of the us guys. Not very imposing, is it? Oh, what if we want to bask in the people's praise? Elements bless you, you people! <laughs> Piteous! What do you mean, you people? What do you mean, you people? Wouldn't our names suffice nicely? Never! I want to run an organization and I'm gonna... Ah, I have it! Magical Anomaly Interdimensional Locators! We have our name! No. What? We are not calling ourselves male. Wouldn't interdimensional retrieval committee be better? You like the sound of Urk? He's got a point. Male does roll off the tongue better. It's... Oh, Kaylee, back me up. Eh, whatever. Let's deal with the actual problem, huh? Some assistant you are. I help your experiments, not your arguments. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! See? Our mascot can say our name already! Perfect! That sounds nothing like male. That sounds exactly like male. Now, we have identified several leads on these... <sighs> what should we call them? Oh, oh, my turn! Uh, okay, scientific tools, uh, um, augmented with magical power. Perfect! Udo? Seconded. All right, then. Today is male's first meeting to address the... Stamp Problem! Oh, why do you torture me so, Kaylee? I'm just looking forward to when you have to explain to the board at home that you transferred dimensions to collect stamps with a bunch of mailmen. So, I have a question. 
how did the scalpel become charged with all these strange powers? We discussed that any scientific tool that came from Earth might have been given an equivalent means to function in our magic-based universe. A slicing pen becomes similar to a psionic spear blade, for example. Oh god, how much of our stuff is in Hearth? Um, somewhere between none of it and all of it? That's a big discrepancy. You think? Yes, there could be hundreds of these stamps all over Hearth spread across the continents. None of the things that came with me from your tower ended up in your lab, so there's no reason why we can't surmise your house and other debris ended up elsewhere. But leaving these stamps in the wrong hands could do a lot of damage. Consider what a layman might do with these magical items. Minister Trike even tried to sell what he thought was a portal to the unblinking. Come on, not everyone's gonna be that stupid. Non-magical people are duncy fools when it comes to magical magic. Magical magic? Magical magic. The most dangerous kind of magic to magic up. Magical magic blended with science magic could cause a magical paradox and leave us in hot water. Uh, magic. I'm confused. Me too. Ugh. Magic plus science could equal explosions. Observation 17 of Spellcrafting Udo. All magical components and their opposition during their composition will result in an explosion equivalent to how much they hate each other. Textbook answer, Udo! Since they are objects of science from Earth... Still sounds like a dog fart. Let it waft! When they arrived in Hearth, the elements themselves were probably confused as to what the stamps were supposed to do when allocating their magical potential. Okay, you keep using elements for, like, curse words. Are they your gods? <laughs> oh, goodness, no. They aren't things, exactly. More a category of things. So is it like the periodic table? Or like earth, water, air, and fire? Typically the second. Though we do periodically experience changes. Sometimes they're physical things, like stone or fire. Other times they're more abstract concepts, like hatred or food comas. All of that magical insulting can sometimes send them into an identity crisis. So I'm confused. Are they concepts or gods? Maybe. That doesn't answer my question. I'll try to explain it later. I think I have a lead. Excellent. What might that be? Well, I got a flyer for the annual Sun Festival this morning. Doesn't Minister Trike help run that? Yes. Yes, we could ask him what happened with the debris. Oh, and enjoy some lovely festival atmosphere. Maybe giggle at his crowbar bruises. Come, mailman, we must make haste to the festival. And where might that be? We are off to explore the whimsical... What, 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 where's he going? Quick, keep up. Mossdale Annual Sun Festival. You waited way too long to finish that sentence. I have an overactive theatrical gland. Besides, it was only a brief stroll from the tower. I keep telling you, it's called the thalamus gland. And my glands are filled with elation. Just as well. The Sun Festival is Hearth's best celestial-related celebration, since we elected the Halifrax constellation as the regional mayor two years ago. Shame about those corruption charges. When will celestial bodies learn you shouldn't toy with stardust pushers? Who lives in Mossdale exactly? It, it looks like half the houses are embedded in the hills, but they're surely much too small to fit people. Those are animal dens. Mossdale is mostly full of farmers. Their primary export is... Uh, let me guess. Moss. Ah, uh, you'd think. It actually used to be pets. Tons of rabbits and other critters enjoy the natural holes that form in the hills. We'd capture them and sell the animals as pets to nobles. Oh, it's a 
bunny. Hey, little guy. You're just an adorable floofa, aren't you? Oh, I just want to squeeze him till he... I... What? Oh, that was a trap ball. In a few seconds, he'll hit the great iron griddle. See? Uh... Yeah. The Regency recently said pets can't be smaller than a breadbasket, so to prevent losing business, they started using animals to make their famous Mossdale plop cakes. Plop cake? Hey, at least wait till it's cooked. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm glad I moved out when I did. We'll just have to keep an eye out. Let's try to find trike and figure out where these scientific tools... Say it? Where the stamps might be. <laughs> Doesn't it just roll off the tongue? Wait. Do you hear that? Gather round, gather round. The ether is ripe with the voices of your past loves, your long-departed families. Listen to the great Fantavar. Witness my prestidigitation of the lattice frequency. <laughs> the what? What's the lattice frequency? That sounds like a scientific concept. Where did he hear that? Not a clue, but I like the name. Fantavar. <laughs> That's quite the character. Uh, weird voice and sparkly cloak does not make a good character. He's probably just bamboozling this poor crowd with some kind of snake oil scheme. Wanna watch? <sighs> Absolutely. Why will you speak with my mother again? How long till the drought hits? What will the Dale Gazette say about my restaurant? Hey, Fantaval, will my performance problem ever be fixed? Now I told you before. I can't just answer all of you if you're all indistincty like this. Let's keep our distance. We can draw our own conclusions from here. Though, it'll probably be more of a doodle than anything. It doesn't seem like Kaylee's much of a cartoonist. What? Kaylee, get back here! My good charlatan, pray tell, what is this frequency you speak of? I demand to know. I am no Charles. I am the great Fantavar. Who dares approach me during my spiels? You may address me as Madame Fouche, High Magister of the region of Jersing Tinnington. I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm not familiar with the Jersing Tinnington. Do you insult me by feigning ignorance of the great magical city of Jacintonington? Not at all. I was just, uh, the great Fantavar has never been formally associated with Jersingtonington. I swear I'm going to smack the next person that says Jersingtonington. So pray tell, what is this lattice frequency? Ah, such a concept was learned by my mind alone. There is a sound that permits you to listen to the voices of the dead. By the elements! It speaks all kinds of things, foreboding words that warn the living, grave messages from the grave! What do they say, Great Vantavar? I am the only one that is privy to their wise sayings. Shenanigans! <gasps> 
I refuse your theories, as you say. Prove it to me. Surely you can't truly speak to the dead. Very well. Allow me to demonstrate. Behold! What? What is that sound? My head feels like it's splitting in two. The voices speak. They say. They. They say. Invest in fire-warded blankets! Fire what? They say to project your happiest of smiles and stave off the incoming wave of beastly predators! And beware, beware the silver tongues! That is all for today. Hunter, see you later. Goodbye. Great Vantafar, what about my cousin? You said you heard him from beyond. Is he okay? Oh, he expressed that the realm to the other side is dark and is plagued with a... Stench most foul, so uh, bury yourself with scented candles. That is all the Fantafar has spoken. Be sure to leave your money and valuables as tokens to attract the dead. So, uh, ta ta. I don't entirely approve of you charging up there, Kaylee. For once, I agree. That was terribly reckless. He could have taken significant offense. She was a fraud, like you said. I doubt these people possess an aggressive ounce of marrow in their bones anyway. A riled-up crowd will act through whomever is the dumbest and the most combative. Udo, who might that be? If he's around, Gort Meatstack. His hobbies are laughing at burning books and punching trees for interrupting a staring contest with the sun. Would you like to incite that, Miss Fawn? Actually, that sounds awesome. He gets into staring contests with the sun? Hmm. What was all that nonsense about the scented candles? Yeah... All of that advice seemed a bit odd. None of it had any rhyme or reason. Well, I had thought he was reading my mind at first. I was wondering what kind of devilishly silver-tongued fiend we were dealing with. Do you think he might have his hands on a stamp, Magus? I don't know if you have anything like it in this world, but that sounded almost like feedback. Well, divination is an incredibly regulated magic. The Ministry would be all over this place like flies on plop cake batter. We are dealing with a potential mastermind on our hands. We'll have to be extra meticulously careful. Eh, he's clearly an idiot. What's the plan for those? Then we'll have to be extra meticulously cunning. We're mugging him, aren't we? Oh, great Reptorio! Your wisdom has brought me to marry you! If only you could get past my rough exterior as a dinosaur! There, there, Princess Stega Lady. I connect with you because I am also a dinosaur. But, great Reptorio, what of my father? He will never approve of me, a weak and juicy plant eater, marrying you, a powerful and hungry meat eater! You make a valid point. <laughs> 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 No oh, imagination. Why do you go where I can't follow? Delicious deceiver! Relinquish your devious. I'm sorry. That door kick was immensely dissatisfying. Uh, can we start over? Try the bookcase there. Thank you, Udo. Malicious deceiver! Relinquish your devious machinations! What's going. What's going. Um, <clears throat> what is the meaning of this extrusion? Oh, uh, you don't know who I am? No, why will I? I'm the uh, fantastic magus of my own merit. 
I have no need of knowing who other people are. What are you eating? I did nuggets. Oh my god, they look like dinosaurs. Yeah. I hope you have a very good reason for barging in here. I was very busy. Um, Wait. You know about dinosaurs? What do you think my nuggets are made of? Oh. I rescind okay. any regret I've had in coming here. Everyone, I have an accusation to point. Enough about the stupid dinosaurs. Are there dinosaur petting zoos? Yes, not important. Explain yourself, Fantabar. How is it you speak with the dead, hmm? I don't see any crystal balls or any fortune-telling cards. I don't even see an eviscerated critter lying around. But... The nuggets don't count. What is the lattice frequency? A mage never gives away his secrets. A magus tells everyone their tricks because they know absolutely everything they need to know. So at best you're playing with forces beyond your control, or at worst you have no idea what you're doing. Hold on, Mr. Elgar. Perhaps we should let a magister handle this. Kaylee, what are you- You will address me as Madam Foosh, Neophyte! So, Mr. Fantavar, Madame Fouche requests humbly to see what fuels your magic, if only to ease the doubts of my cohorts. Would you be so kind? Well, if Madame Fouche feels at his best, oh, right this way. Are you sure this is a tent? It's much bigger on the inside. You only saw one side of the tent. But the inside does feel like a lair. It's lairish. Being the Fantavar means a lot of money coming in, but I make sure I only spend it on the necessaries. I wouldn't exactly consider a solid gold jackalope necessary. You wouldn't. Behold the great speaker! It's astounding. It's phantasmical. It's my radio. What? As I suspected, it's merely a radio. It's nothing spectacular. What's a radio? It's a a device that receives signals from miles away. Miles, you say? Like a crystal ball? How does it work? Does it have a charm put on it to animate the wood? Is it powered by a soul? No, neither. Though I have to commend you for not using the old tiny man in a box comparison. You mean there isn't? What's the point of feeding it then? Well, what is it used for? Well, it, frankly, it depends. Some use it to stay informed, others for weather reports, and, and some, myself included, simply use it for entertainment. So it's not talking to the dead? Well, without radio signals, it, it shouldn't be working. So how is it doing that? Do you think it's the ether, Magus? You're probably right. It's likely substituting its usual signals. The ether is a residual magical energy all around us. Like... Radiation. Stars have nothing to do with this. The ether has the remnants of past memories and lives swirling through it, and everyone leaves a trace of their own ether behind wherever they go. Like, um, a spiritual fart, per se. But it's so mixed up, it never makes any sense. That's why divination is so regulated. It takes true expertise to tell the difference between a potential future and a fart. Because of the dangers of acting on inaccurate nonsense? Because of the magical interference! Attuning yourself to the ether can make magic casters go utterly haywire! That would explain the headache. 
This thing could cause all kinds of damage. No! This is my magical box! None of you can have it! No matter how you say it works! Well, we could demonstrate a different reason why we should have it. Now, Kaylee, there's no need to resort to violence. We can handle this like mature adults. Exactly! This is a dangerous machine that may cause untrained magic users to go violently insane, Fantavar. You must let us put this in safekeeping. I bought it fair and square. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Don't fall for it, Magus. That response is a trap and you know it. A stalemate! Damn! Kelly, Ideas! Knock him out and steal it. No, 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 no. We're above that kind of behavior. Are we? Yes! We are the Magical Anomaly Interdimensional Locators! Nothing is as boundless as the honor of mailmen! About this! The radio! Fantava, put down the magical box! I worked hard to get my hands on this thing and you're not taking it away from me! Without it, I'm nothing more than boring old Tate Strawberry. I remember that name. You used to be a squash farmer. But why? Why try to fake being a Magus? You have no idea what it's like to be a farmer. Day in and day out doing nothing but burying seeds only to dig them up again. I can't stand it! Tate Strawboot wants to be more than just a pair of arms. I want to be all the arms! Bailey, do something! The great fan of ours is gonna stay in business, and the rest of you will go completely crazy from the voices playing two channels at the same time! <laughs> oh, it's worse than I possibly could have imagined. Someone do something! My dragon bone plate feels like it's going to pop out of my skull! And it's part of my skull! Every one of your cabal's got magic in them. I win, you lose! <laughs> they do, but I don't. What? How? Because deep down, I am a scientist, and no amount of random nonsense will deter me. Good boy! Take that! Oh, dinosaur! Get off of me! Get off me! Stop it! Oh, off me! No, no, my nuggets, no! Oh, there's no use crying over spoiled meat. We'll get you more nuggets. Oh, oh, that's much better. Well done, Doctor. That's real science at work. Punch anyone that disagrees. Unless they transform into giant breaded dinosaurs. Dinosaurs! Can I cry now? Go nuts. Okay, thanks. <laughs> What have we done? Nugget Raptors, get down! I'm telling you, God, people look to Magi with respect and trust. Imagine what kind of power they wield if they also had bureaucratic know-how and charisma. Well, I think they're pretty content with the whole fire and lightning from the hands thing, sir. <laughs> well, with this striker thing, I can cast magic without any of that training nonsense. I'll just hide it up my sleeve here and voila! How do I look? Distinguished, sir. Thank you. I was worried I looked like I had a fake arm. You do. Looks good, though. 
Look at Raptors! My horoscope came true. Magus, what are you doing here? Minister, you have to use your charisma powers to get everyone out of here. But he's a dick. Curses! I forgot that part. Well, use your bureaucromancy or whatever it is you political types do. What's going on? Where do these nugget raptors come from? The stamps! One of them with haywire and the dinosaurs have come to life! The stamp? What? What kind of magical letter does things like this? They're tools of science! See? That broken box caused this? Well, uh, sir, I think I recognize that box. Not now, Goth. Why haven't you killed the nuggets already? We tried using the blood to oil spell, but it doesn't work on already popped meat. An oversight, in my opinion. Well, fear not, Magus. I save us. Come again. I, too, have become a Magus. You? <laughs> a Magus? Oh, <laughs> I thought the Nugget Raptors would be the most unbelievable thing I'd see today. Go ahead, impress us. Friends, citizens, your elected officials shall summon powers from beyond to save you. <clears throat> Fernace! You pronounced it wrong. Oh, that is so unfair. <laughs> Tremble, Raptors, before the might of Mega Strike. That's all you can do? Fire isn't going to help. And why not? They're already cooked. Oh dear. I'll save you, sir. Please, it's spongy teeth. They're going to kill me. God, don't! The thing's flesh is more tender than a regular person's. It has no vital parts. If there's something I know about cheap meals, it's how you get rid of them! God, sometimes you resemble brilliance. Everyone! Eat the Nugget Raptors! Rend their spongy flesh with your blocky teeth before they do the same to you! Where are you? God, I may not live through this. I want you to know, you're a good man and a loyal bodyguard. You're just covered in slobber, sir. I think you'll be all right. Oh. Then I take it all back. Oh. <clears throat> Good to see you back to your own self, sir. Oh. Is that all of them? Almost. Get your foot off my chest, woman! See, bad idea to use that word like an insult when I have my foot on your epigastric region. Ribs! Magus? I think this is the minister you were looking for? Right! I'd almost forgotten him. It's the exciting battle with the Nuggets. Um, Trike, did any items explode out of the Miracaldron when Wizard Quaff tried to cancel it? Why would I say anything to any of you after last time? Oh, tons of stuff, Mr. Elgar. We ended up making quite a bit of money. But I, uh, I don't really remember who I sold them to. Once I started giving stuff away, it turned into a bit of a feeding frenzy. God, they have no authority to question you. Uh, right. Sorry we can't be of more help, but you know, Magi can't play policeman and such. Unless you want to fight me about it, that could be fun. Oh, I couldn't live with myself hurting you, Got. Release him, Kelly. I suppose Magi really aren't even allowed to exact that kind of authority. Even if we really should. Thank you. Now, if there's nothing else, I have a de-drooling to schedule. Come, God. Bye, everyone. Well, Trike might not have known very much, 
But at least we know there are more stamps out there. And we recovered one too. With a lower body count than anticipated. How about the radio, Horatio? Will she live another day? It doesn't have a gender. But I suppose I could think of something to fix it. Well, why would we want to? The Magus already has enough crazy in him. Indeed. Well... You said it picks up ether signals. Maybe I could use it to help us find the other stamps. With a little clever tweaking, of course. Oh, well that sounds exciting then. I've changed my mind. Right. Well, that's my cue to dust my hands off and call it a day. Ah, yes. A job well done. And it was all thanks to our new bruiser, Horatio. B- bruiser? I... I'm a scientist. You really have to teach me how to punch like that, Doctor. Tell me, do all scientists end their debates with violence? I abhor violence. If anything, Kaylee should be the bruiser. I don't know, Doctor. You've always been a better scientist than I have. I mean, look at those callous knuckles. Uh, That is arthritis. And why am I explaining this to you? (laughs) Yes, let's all laugh. (laughs) (laughs) We just watched a man get eaten alive, you know Yes, we did, Doctor Yes, we did For alas, poor Tate died as he lived Crushed under the weight of his own hubris Hubris nuggets But we soldier on Honoring this trial As a different brand of meat nugget Breaded with truth And dipped in a savory Sauce of justice And now I have made myself hungry With the interference Of Minister Trike and Gat Will Mail be able to find the stomps Before all of Hoth is Damned to a fate unknown Will we ever get used to how mail and stamp sounds in this context? Will you find out next time? Mmm. You know, it really isn't a plop cake without the gristle. Mmm. <laughs> in Magus Elgar by Kennedy Phillips, the narrator was played by Rick Cabral. Magus Elgar, William Violetis. Kaylee Fawn, Sandra Espinoza, Uda Malaki, Chris Moore, Dr. Gra Horatio, Randy Nazarian, Kake Infantivar, Kennedy Phillips, and the Nugget Raptors were played by Kellen Goff and Kennedy Phillips. The theme music was created by Hamed Hokamzadeh, incidental music by Andrew Maz and APM Music. Vocal performance was directed by Andrew Cornell. For a full list of credits, please visit MagusElgar.com. Makis Elgar is a Melody Gun production mucked about for the entertainment of listeners like you. Greetings, acolytes. I'm Magus Serling Tenthorn. I truly hope you enjoyed Magus Elgar today. But our magical journey is not over, and neither is yours. If you enjoy the nonsensical antics we're up to on the planetane of Hearth, why not consider supporting our ventures? Visit MagusElgar.com to find more about the world of Hearth, view artwork, get your hands on high-quality episodes, or even just sample the music because you're that particular type of wonderful audiophile that listens to soundtracks instead of real music, like me. Magus Elgar Season 1 is also available wherever audiobooks are sold. We have a newsletter that can keep all you acolytes informed about what is coming next. You can also engage us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and SoundCloud. 
We also have a YouTube page full of videos that talk about all sorts of nifty things in the world of Hearth. You can also help us by giving an honest review on your favorite podcasting platform, or share with your favorite mortal creature or interdimensional traveler. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, we hope to see you again.